Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right is my wonderful co-host, the actor and director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a, a very good day to you, Sir Philip. How is everything going in your neck of the woods there in Los Angeles? We're into beautiful summer at the moment, uh, although I, uh, to uh, put a little P.S. on the uh, amazingly wet uh, and cold spring and early summer we had, uh, I know I've mentioned this before uh, a, quite a while back to our uh, viewers about the jacaranda trees, which are so gorgeous and all over the place here, the, the trees that... Uh, in uh, that in usually in May and in late May and through June have these spectacular um, purple blossoms and as I've mentioned before in my flying days I'd be flying into Van Nuys Airport uh, during that time of year and just the the, the whole valley San Fernando Valley was uh, carpeted with um, mm -hmm. with the jacaranda trees well here's the funny thing about our cold um, spring uh, is um, the jacarandas came out late and here it is the third week in July and our jacaranda tree is in full bloom dropping blossoms all over the place <laughs> and same throughout the neighborhood so it's really interesting the subtle differences of, of weather uh, and you know in, in California you know is it dry is it cool yes. is, it, is it is it is it wet and uh, it's just again part of uh, as I've talked about before you walk out into the street early in the morning and you say what a beautiful world it is so amen uh, amen every we've had so much rain here that uh and my kids from san diego just left and they live out in uh, poway and they couldn't believe how green everything was just <laughs> yeah. everything is just so green yeah and and the, the expanse of the yards and uh the grass on uh, the campuses and so yeah, yeah, and uh, again, all the those weather elements uh, determine when that the, that beautiful tree uh, and I know that tree in your backyard or where we're blue. It's it it it's quite wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, he, 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 you know the hypocrisy. <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> what a segue, huh? The 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 hypocrisy. The of hypocrisy the left. of nature. I thought you were going to say. No, no, gosh, no, no, no. Nat nature, nature uh, does not have hypocrisy because nature has no guile. You know, nat nature just does what it does. Exactly, you know, exactly. Um, and uh, you know the the hypocrisy of the left, and especially in this state, Gavin Newsom. Yes. Uh, is 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 uh, almost funny, and yeah. I repeat, almost. Yeah. Uh, you know the whole thing of uh, people, parents getting up at school boards and saying, "You can't, you can't teach our kids." Uh, you know, elementary school kids. You can't put books in, in, in the fourth grade teaching our kids about male-to-male -male fellatio. You can't do that. And all of a sudden, the powers that be uh, from, from the uh, 
from the uh, 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 Department of Justice uh, and Homeland Security, everybody coming on down to call them, these people, domestic terrorists. So what happened here in California in the Temecula Valley Unified School Board mm -hmm. uh, in 2022, you know what the people did? They did the thing that is supposed to happen in a democracy. They... Um, had school board elections and replaced the uh, the standing school board at the time, and only one incumbent won re-election, and the rest of them were conservative. Isn't that the way it's supposed to go? Mm -hmm. Well, and then one of the things that the school board did uh, was to was to get rid of a book. Um, you know, we can one one can debate uh, um, uh, censorship in certain areas i'm not i'm not getting deep into that but they under their constitutional right in california they run their schools in in the particular uh, uh, school district yeah. well one of the books they got rid of was a book that um that uh w w that um a harvey milk uh, uh, who was a um, uh, sort of an idol in the in in, in yeah, the gay yeah, world, yeah. and he in, was in he was assassinated many years. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he we was assassinated many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sadly, they they, they removed a, they removed a book in which he uh, appeared. Okay, but not because he was gay, but because in their point in in their opinion, and it was also in several biographers of Milk corroborated these claims that Milk was a pedophile, among other things. Okay, okay. Well, Gavin Newsom comes in and says, you can't do that. And totally against the Constitution of the state of California, came in and said, first the other day, we are going to fine you a million and a half dollars, Temecula. And not only that, we are going to we are going to buy book buy these books and flood your school district with them, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, um, you know uh, he, he, first of all he is overstepping his legal bounds and is now nullifying and, and this is essentially nullifying an election of school board members and voices of parents right. by purchasing and pushing these textbooks into the hands of children anyway. So this, this is our, you know, uh, if, 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 if something is, um, is approved by the left, any, any uh, disagreement with that is, uh, you're, you know, it gets as far as you're a terrorist. Uh, and, and, and all of a sudden he is coming in to nullify this and, and try and, um, and try and take it over. I don't know if this is going to legally stand, but mm. there is a little bit, I don't know if you know this, there's a little bit of good news related to this uh, that happened this week. Um, in uh, Chino Valley, which is uh, east of Los Angeles, uh, the school board, Chino Valley Unified School mm -hmm, District, mm -hmm, just east mm -hmm. of Los Angeles, approved the gender policy uh, 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 a policy against requiring schools to tell parents about gender transitions. We've been talking about this. That yes. the state says that they, yep. you know, if a kid wants to transition or, or come to school and say, in school I'm a he or a she, that the school won't tell the parents. Well, the Chino Valley School District said, no, you're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, guess who shows up the other day at a school board meeting at which the public... Um, 
uh, attended the, uh, uh, the California State Superintendent of Public Instruction and named Tony Thurman just showed up at Thursday's PAC meeting and started to address the school board, basically saying, oh, well, you know, these are the rules and you can't do it. And after a minute, because that's what everybody was given to speak, he, the head of the school board cut him off, said, you're done. Yeah. He, he wouldn't leave. He wouldn't leave. He wanted. He kept talking, except his microphone was off. It's wonderful uh, uh, video. Uh, his microphone was yeah, off, yeah. and he kept trying to just stand there and try and override the whole thing. And guess what they did? They threw him out. They had the police who were there, the, and 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 the and and the public was screaming and cheering. They basically took the the <laughs> state superintendent of public instruction, who was basically, I, you know, he was he was coming there to really, uh, you know, you have to instruct these rubes on uh, on 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 what's real, and and they said no, see you later. So that yeah, was, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, you and I are always looking for. Um, the good news. You know, the, the, the good news, the upside from the downside. <laughs> so after all of this nonsense yeah. of Gavin Newsom, the uh, the uh, Chino Valley Unified School Board uh, said it was, you know, no thanks, see you yeah, later. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's California for the week. Well, and, and again, I can't think of two people more than uh, we are who are uh, opposed to, you know, books being uh, burned and books being banned and this and that in relationship to... Uh, Particularly, the, so so much. Excuse me, of the great literature, you know, from Mark Twain and other things that um, the left would actually uh, like to see uh, uh, removed. But it, uh, I, you, you might help me here and refer me to the Supreme Court justice. It's the old old story, you know. I may not, I may not, you know, be able to define it, but I know when I see it, you know. Oh what, yeah, someone yeah. back in the sixties uh, yeah, or seventies yeah, yeah. was it Blackman? I'm not sure, but yeah. someone said. Yeah, but yeah. by the way, and you and I have talked about this. It goes back yeah. to the same thing with gender and all this, all this crap. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're an adult. You can do whatever you want, and there should be no censorship of of literature and books and things. But everything we have been talking about is to minors. You cannot sexualize children in the second grade, meaning yeah. sexualize them at, at the at the behest and the rules of the state. That's what you yeah. and I disagree with. And 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 uh, you, you know, in terms of censorship, we're talking uh, about we're talking about children, not adults. By the uh, way, you know, speaking of Mark Twain, I am in the middle of Huckleberry Finn. Oh, delight! I uh, you know I read it a thousand years ago, and <laughs> uh, and and you know don't don't didn't remember too much about it. Uh, I yeah. always loved uh, Tom Sawyer when I was a kid. That that yeah. was a favorite book of mine, but. What an amazing piece. What an amazing piece of literature and uh, yes. written in total dialect and, uh, yeah. it, and, 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 and Huck and, and Jim, their adventures, just it's so universal and so loving and so challenging. It's just mm. fantastic. And by the way, people over the years, because there are some words they don't like in Huckleberry Finn, have tried to get that censored but that's not the conservatives that's the left our betters as we mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. like to sarcastically yeah. say yeah. so anyway yeah. yeah well uh 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 just sort of extending this whole uh motif uh, uh of our show but before we get into our main topic you 
had pointed out something to me earlier, Philip, that I appreciated. You sent me a, a, a report that came out of uh, Christopher Rufo uh, that he had on his uh, Substack podcast uh, entitled The Transgender Empire. And, uh, you know, he basically uh, says on that podcast, and I listened to it the other day after you uh, you uh, sent it to me, uh, you know, just how it has conquered American life, and I'm quoting him directly, and how activist teachers have converted classrooms into propaganda, and how influencers, and of course, you know, let all, we don't have to think any further than Dylan Mulvaney, are driving billions of social media impressions, and and now I'm totally riffing. Our children are watching these continuously, being influenced. And then, of course, you have uh, the doctors who mutilate kids all the time in the name of gender-affirming care. The story goes deeper with Rufo in that he... Uh, not only talks about, you know, the rage-filled intellectuals and the trans, but he mentions, you know, the trans billionaire benefactor and uh, how all of this has just uh, become connective tissue working its way down into that first, second, third grade. And we've done the dirty work for our listeners. We don't want you to look at the books, many of them are absolutely, uh, um, it's just, it just an abhorrent thing for our children, that's all. And, and you have, I know, and we can uh, move forward with this, Philip, you have one uh, fascinating story to, to report uh, about one of our oft-maligned uh, beauty contests that apparently now is, is quite legitimate and acceptable uh, because it too is part, and I quote Rufo in just saying, the trans empire. Please share yeah. it with us. Yeah, well, uh, uh, our uh, one of our favorites, Heather McDonald, who is a, yes. a, a, a ter terrific writer and and really digs deep into things, and she writes many times in in uh, City Journal. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't know if. Uh, no, um, maybe some of our listeners know, but last week, Miss Universe, the Miss Universe contest, um, the winner was Miss Netherlands. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Except that the winner is a guy. Oh, darn. Yeah, well, Miss <laughs> Netherlands is a guy. And, um, and, uh, and, and, and uh, th th let me, this is the way uh, I will read the first paragraph of uh, Ms., uh, Ms. McDonald just yes, to set it up. Please. She says, once upon a time, and this is great, by the way, yeah. uh, because I, I think I used the word hypocrisy earlier. Once upon a time, progressives sneered at beauty pageants, whether the Miss America or the Miss Universe contest, all such quote-unquote meat markets, objectified women, we were told. They turn females into sex objects, reinforce patriarchal stereotypes, teach girls that being in a state of partial undress rather than learning how to code is the path to success. <laughs> and this went on and on throughout the whole thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Isn't that great? She, oh, she's the, so brilliant. She this, really this, is. Yeah, this I, went on I during the her. the whole feminist, uh, you know, yeah. uh, movement. And then beauty pageants would pick up on this, and the organizers of beauty pageants would respond by, you know, they had the question and answer thing. They would they would actually to show that these women who had these beautiful bodies who took care of themselves and spent their lives preparing themselves to be yeah. viewed and judged. Okay, that's yeah. that's what that was. But then they started asking them these, uh, these, these, the questions, you know, about their aspirations, um, and it, it, you know, to 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 make them to make the world who was watching these think they had brains, which of course they did, but that wasn't the point, you know, to uh, to say yes, I would love to find and uh, find uh, 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 found an organization for battered women and things like that. That's what that sort of would yeah. have evolved in. Yeah. But but leftists still were not impressed. They still thought this was a bunch of junk that objectified <laughs> women. Right. Well, except for now. Now. Now, instead, <laughs> the most striking aspect of this tr of, of the trans revolution, going back to your introduction, is not only does it does it f first of all, and you and I have talked about this, uh, actually attempt to um, uh, destroy and disappear women yeah. by having uh, this person, this this guy, uh, uh, Rick Coley, uh, you know, become Miss. Um, Miss Universe, but here's what it is. It, you know, yeah. it, it goes so far the opposite way. Is that not only are these are are, are these guys uh, in 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 drag basically, yeah. but what they are doing? This goes back to your Dylan Mulvaney too. They don't uh, even attempt to be women. What they do is they 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 show off and pretend in the most regressive female stereotypical way you know yeah. uh, the, you know this the miss uh, netherlands this guy appeared in a cherry red satin gown with the slits up the side and backlist and all of this so it is it is not only regressing but it is regressing beyond feminism back to what the feminist oh. initially initially complained about they're just meat. Yes. Well, this guy's pretending to be female meat. So, yeah. Oh yeah. And and by the way, <laughs> you you were the one who pointed out to me last last uh, during during the week that the person who runs the Miss Universe contest also happens to be a guy who considers himself trans. So anyway, take it from there, people. Well, I mean, isn't that perfect? And again, this is the. Uh, uh, you know, fill in the dots, folks. It goes from, uh, you know, money people. It goes into a trans uh, person hit of the uh, Miss Universe contest. And now, uh, uh, and there's, you know, I'm just, I'm sorry. This is just me. I'm thinking of all of the wonderful, beautiful women. And I've been there and with my wife. So uh, I'm not speaking out of uh, line here uh, in the Netherlands. And, uh, uh, you know, just, just extraordinary people and how for so many of these women, uh, you know, they're, they're given scholarships and opportunities, et cetera, et cetera. And that is being taken away. And he, let, let me share this with you, Philip, and it's really kind of moving into my PS, but it's an extension of this topic that you've laid out for us on a, a, a brilliant uh, article uh, by Heather McDonald, and, and perhaps I'll make the link in our letter so people can read that. But anyway, my point is that what saddens me is, again, 
the progressive church writ large is aiding and abetting all of this. Here's a case in point, Philip. The Jesuit-run Loyola University, Jesuit-run Loyola University, Chicago, is offering now students a course in transgender medicine, including information on the treatment of children who identify as transgender. And the course is under a family medicine moniker, and quote, it supposedly teaches students the evidence-based treatment of LGBTQ patients in medicine. The two-week course continues with initiation and maintenance of hormones for transgender patients, healthcare for transgender children, adolescents, and they have what they've called gender confirmation surgery. Now, Philip, here is, again, the good news, the flip side. Dr. Michelle Cratella, a pediatrician, spokesperson for the Catholic Medical Association, and by the way, co-chair of the Sexuality Council of the American College of Pediatricians, has this to say about Loyola's teaching in relationship to the church. She told the Catholic News Agency, and I'm really quoting from them in an article by their senior editor, David Payne, that, quote, the human person's sexual identity is either male or female. Sexual orientation and gender identity are social constructs being leveraged for political purposes. The history of world cultures and decades of studies, she said, demonstrate that embracing sexual lifestyles other than a faithful, loving marriage, one man, one woman, so often leads to suffering, to disease, to death, not only for individuals, but for civilizations. And then she adds, Loyola is sacrificing bodies and souls on the altar of political correctness. You know, the, the only thing, I, I won't even take issue with it. it it's, it's the term political correctness, which is just the last two words you said, it doesn't even, political correctness, all of a sudden with what you were reading, to me sounds like such an arcane, and archaic, not arcane, archaic phrase. It's not political correctness. Yes, I, this I, is, I hear you. This, yeah. is, this is radicalism beyond anything. Yeah. And by the way, I, I, I watched yeah. an, an incredible, I, I could only watch part of it today, yeah. uh, a video of a young person who uh, is detransitioning. And to listen to this young man, mm -hmm. his, his story, and we've talked mm -hmm. about this before, mm -hmm. the other people of the ones who have gone through it, because gosh knows if you didn't go through it, you were going to commit suicide, which we talked about last yeah, week was yeah, a yeah. bunch of nonsense, but heart, the heartbreaking aspect of it. And yet the people at Loyola and other places, and, uh, and we talked about that, that, that freak of a, uh, a plastic surgeon last week who, 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 if he was in the middle of the 1936 and the Nazis, he'd be right, he'd be right, you know, part of the party. But the people, and, and these are the same people who will really just sort of dismiss these detransitioning young people who have been through hell as just Absolutely. sort of, you know, they're just sort of disgruntled, you know, 
and uh, and yeah. and as as you said in in, in what you were reading uh, the, the the facts and the science. Well, the facts and the science, as you and I know, is a lie. The real science that's coming out from Europe is 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 it flies fully in the face of this. And I'm from, wondering from why liberal progressive on the continent coming out just the opposite from somehow the American psyche that just wants to be on the cutting edge and okay about everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering when um, uh, people uh, and, and and when America is going to catch up. To yeah. your, you know, usually we're in the forefront. God bless America. We're, we're in many ways we're in the yeah. forefront of, a, yeah. of so many things, no. good and bad. But why why are we lagging here? It it's it's almost. I'm, I'm thinking because it's, it's an it's industry, almost like in, it's almost like in your face. No, we're going to stick yeah. with it anyway. Plus, as you just said, it's an industry. There's a lot of money to be had. Absolutely, in this too. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so it 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 is. It has become. It's become a religion. Yeah. It's it's become a god. You see. Yeah. And these are the same people who are anti-religious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. A, oh, there's no. irony for no. you. Hey, where there's a vacuum, it's got to be filled, and this yeah. has filled it. This That's has filled right. it. This That's ideology, right. and um, you know, these people are. And 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 uh, your point is a really good one. I take it. I take it. Uh, fully in relationship to, uh, with all due respect, when we appreciate uh, Dr. Catella, but it's far more than just Loyola uh, bending to political correctness. It is, it is. But when she says sacrificing bodies and souls on the altar, that is what's happening. That is, that is exactly what's happening. what's happening. That's quite yeah. simple. It's quite simple and quite eloquent. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Um, let's 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 uh, quickly move along, and I because I found your, uh, 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 if I may say so, your uh, your P.S. particularly in relationship to some of the things going on this week with RFK, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, fascinating. So share share with us this P.S. that you have for us. Uh, you know. Well, uh, uh, as uh, as many people know, RFK is running for president. Uh, he's a Democrat. There are things I do not like about his policies as a Democrat, but at the same time, he is uh, he is quite eloquent and 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 right out there and saying things that many other people don't have the nerve to say. And naturally, the Democratic Party, his own party, is trying to destroy him. Case in point, uh, he was. Uh, uh, recently, he was at a, a, a dinner, and he has done a tremendous amount of research into COVID, and uh, you know its 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 uh, it, its origins and and the 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 the, the studies of uh, uh, connecting them to bioweapons, et cetera, et cetera. And he was at a a, a dinner where he mentioned something about um, uh, th- that's a, the. Two groups of immune people, mm-hmm. these are from mm-hmm. tests, uh, uh, people who tend to be most immune from COVID are Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese. That's, that's all he said. But I mean, there's more to it, which I can quote from in a minute. Everybody on the left, he's an anti-Semite. How could he say these things? He's an anti-Semite. And, 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 and just taking those two words out and, and, and claiming that he's an anti-Semite. Well, let's, let's attach that Mm-hmm. To what happened this week uh, in 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 front of the Congress when Isaac or Isaac Herzog, the president of Israel, right. uh, because the Biden administration would 
refused to deal with the premier, Bibi Netanyahu. Um, he, he, he refused to deal with the head of one of our uh, top allies in the world. They, they, um, so so uh, Herzog comes over to speak in front of Congress. Right. And thank goodness for... Uh, for uh, uh, McCarthy, the uh, the Speaker of the House, that, who had a vote the day before or the day of uh, in support of Israel, and the only people who <laughs> voted against it and who also boycotted Herzog's speech were uh, the Squad, AOC, uh, and all of these all of these uh, anti-Semites, uh, Ilhan Omar, and Bernie Sanders, uh, among other people. Yeah, and Bernie too. And yeah, so, yeah. so, so, who would who Multi, multi-millionaire who, socialist Bernie Sanders? Right, right. Who <laughs> who are the anti-Semites here? Not 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 right. the not, not the people that the left likes to say. And by the way, by the way, Herzog said something so eloquent at yeah. the um, at his yeah. speech. He said, you yeah. know, it's one thing. And he was very pointed. He says it's one thing for allies such as us, mm. uh, Israel and the United States, to have, to have to have differences, policy differences. Fine. But when you speak in terms of our existence, meaning uh, advocating getting rid of our existence, meaning driving the Israelis into the sea, which, uh, which, uh, which all of the, the, the squad and all of these people on the left, in, the, in their adoration for the Palestinians, he says, that's when we draw the line. And, and, the, and the people in Congress, the, the, the representatives and senators, uh, stood, uh, stood and, and applauded. Um, it, it, and then, then this week, standing ovation. I that's right. It. Later on this week, obviously Kennedy uh, appeared in front of Congress, with, which is here, this is irony and humor of a hearing on censorship. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he he started to speak, and he, he and three other people uh, were were given the floor, but um, oh my goodness, what's her name from Florida? I'm just blanking her name. This, Leftist congresswoman who still has kinky curly hair from from the nineteen eighties. Uh, uh, why am I blanking her name? I'm so. I, it, yeah. Hopefully, it'll come to me. It'll she to starts me the session by wanting to introduce a measure to censor Robert Kennedy Jr. on the because spot because of. Because of lies to censor him on the spot. Now wait a uh, second, yeah. and this is in the hearing, based <laughs> having to do with censorship. You can't buy the irony and the idiocy of this. The, 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 <laughs> the, that yeah. she wanted him. Sen- yeah. oh, I have to look her up. My goodness, uh, I'm so sorry I, to I, our I listeners. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm, I'm blanking right with you. So let's not worry uh, about uh, blanking. But, but we, she, we know but, she she was former she, head of the Democratic, uh, you know, uh, uh, party and uh, everything yeah, else. She's been yeah, around forever. Uh, she she worked for the Clintons, and yeah. uh, she is a rank and file liberal. And the fact that she had the hubris to actually uh, just you know, in situ, right there, say, we're going to censor you. And boy, tell us a little bit about RFK, in case you don't know, folks, it is he running for president, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., his response to that. 
Oh, he 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 was he was quite extraordinary in 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 in, in just really really saying oh oh Debbie Wasserman Schultz yeah, yeah. oh there, there she is. is yeah yeah there De she is I knew De it had come to us Debbie Debbie uh, Debbie uh, Perm uh, Wasserman <laughs> Schultz <laughs> yeah, exactly well, he 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 destroyed he destroyed her and he also destroyed the yeah. uh, the ranking member this uh, she's not even a voting member uh, from oh. from the Virgin Islands. Uh, who's the ranking member of that committee? He was so eloquent in saying, in 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 really saying what is destroying this country is the 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 the, the that disagreement and different opinions are being criminalized. Right. And he brought up in that in his response what you and I have talked about on the air, but I think it it it, it requires a, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. a, a restatement. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's all this disinformation and and misinformation, Misin but, and the, malinformation. but the but the worst one is malinformation. Yes. He talked about this, and this is what's going on, and this is what the left and the president and the and uh, Congress yeah. what they did in concert to try and shut down social media. Well, and so, malinformation. Yeah, let me just oh, sorry, say that malinformation yeah. is something that is factual, that is true, and yet that the powers that be don't want uh, to 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 be out there and said. And he talked about that, not miss, not dis, malinformation, which is truth that is, that they do not want people to hear and he the way he said it was so eloquent and so wonderful and uh, he also he also he also talked about uh, everybody in his life who was I don't I didn't I don't think he should have had to defend himself about anti-Semitism, but he did in a very eloquent way in saying oh, yeah. I've never had the, uh, an anti-Semitic bone in my body. And that it, these are just, see people like Washington Schultz. They're the um, you know they're the designated uh, you know hired guns of the Democratic Party. You know there are some that you know when it comes their oh, turn yeah. to speak, oh, yeah. they oh, they yeah. just they just get out there and fire their six guns. You know to uh, and I don't know if I'd want that job, but. There you go, but, but ku ku kudos to, to RFK Jr. I don't want him as president, but I love what he is adding well, to our yeah. political discussion. I Ab love it. Absolutely. He is going to be a real uh, thorn in the flesh, to quote the Apostle Paul, in the side of the Democratic Party. And this is, this is the reason why Biden and company and... Uh, uh, the whole cabal is just going to uh, pounce on him. I I, I saw a criticism, uh, supposedly in depth, on CNN about him, and uh, you could just even sense how contextually they were taking things, uh, limiting them within their the breadth of it, and that's the reason in his apologia, as it were, uh, he just spoke, just like you said, Philip eloquently and said you know he basically said you're you're not going to blemish my name or my family name knock it off yeah knock it off my record yeah. speaks for itself so this this is a reality check and we're, we may even do a whole podcast on what you've been saying lately philip about you know basically these good folks don't live in uh reality you know that's that's why they 
they really don't think Israel has a right to exist. That's, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. That's why they believe there is no such thing as just male, female. There are a hundred permutations. They're living in a world that they are designing themselves because, again, they have become a religion unto themselves. Philip, I'm okay. going to say I'm going to segue real quickly into a brief hero before you go into yours because you've got a uh, a charm uh, just a encouraging thing. But this is a good news too again and I am celebrating and I can't believe it because they sound like an a uh, communist organization, the Union Cycliste Internationale, which is, uh, to be uh, paraphrased, the Union of Cyclists International, the UCI, they announced Friday that it would bar transgender athletes from all of its international women's competitions. The ban will go into effect, and did, July, so it must have been about two weeks ago that this came out, and I just caught it the other day, um, effect on July 16th, and the athletes who no longer qualify for the women's competitions, they can enter into the men's category, now dubbed men slash open, specifically applying to female transgender athletes who... uh, Uh, can now uh, participate. I think they should have their own category. But mazel tov, congratulations to the Union Cycliste Internationale that said, nope, in cycling, we're not going to have men, in essence, compete against our wonderful female cyclist. Great. Bravo. Bravo to them. Bravo to them. There's, There's courage right there. And there it is again. Coming out of Europe. Yep. <laughs> that's you know? right. That's right. That's right. I mean, right. there it is again. Yeah. So continue, sir, please. Well, I've got a hero this week, and then I have a sort of a PS to that uh, uh, yeah. hero. Yeah. A, 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 a black woman who was the uh, DEI or DIE, if you want to call it that, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Director. Um, was uh, 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 who was uh, the 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 director at at the Dianza College, a public community uh, college mm-hmm. in the, the San Jose, California area? She was fired. A black woman was fired by by the by the. <laughs> And and then she fi- filed a lawsuit accusing the school of quote illegally targeting white people. <clears throat> this is a black woman saying her name is Tabia Lee, mm. tenured faculty member, was mm. fired in mm. March by the De Anza College. They quit. After she questioned anti-racist orthodoxy in her position as the DEI uh, uh, um, director, she said, I was told that I was supposed to only advance what at that time I was calling third wave anti-racism ideology. Can you say uh, Ibram X. Kendi? And then she, in the lawsuit, she alleged a hostile DEI department illegally targeting white people on the basis of race. The complaint, she said, Lee, who is black, was accused of white-splaining and not being the, quote, right kind of black person, unquote. Oh, no kidding. 
Ah, that's exactly what it said, and um, uh. and uh, she and she 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 had the nerve to teach to want to teach that people should not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. Can you say Martin Luther King? No, they didn't want that. They no. didn't want to have that. And then they also said, well, she was unwilling to accept constructive criticism and couldn't work with her colleagues. You know, standard nonsense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But she she is my hero because she right. she she stood up uh, she stood up and said I, I'm uh, you know yeah as a director of DEI I came in here with certain ideas and and and, and it has nothing yeah. to do with hating white people you know, yeah, you, you and, know and, 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 and not being the right kind and, of black and, can you imagine not being the right kind of black person this is what they said no no I can't and this is. This is the party line, folks. This is the. And by the way, by the yeah. way, there's a, li- a little P.S. to this. I was reading Please. the last few days. There Please. was an article in the Wall Street Journal. Now, aside from colleges, it appears that colleges and universities are are, are going to clutch on to uh, all these DEI departments. But there was a big article in the Wall Street Journal. This we're talking about in corp in the corporate world and other worlds. These people are being let go. All the DEI people who have cost them a fortune are being let go because they are not accom- Not only are they not accomplishing anything, they realize that. But what they wanted to accomplish was 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 nonsense and counterproductive. Not counterproductive. counterproductive on every level. Counterproductive and not helpful to the corporation themselves. You know, they all jumped on this bandwagon after the George Floyd thing, but but. Um, but no, they're, they're, they're shedding them like, uh, like Gus sheds his winter coat in the spring, <laughs> our dog. But, uh, but, uh, but it is, they yeah. are holding on, as, as, as per example of uh, Ms. Lee, they're in the college and university settings, they're yes. not letting go of this. Uh, they're yeah. not letting go of this at all. So there's my, there's my hero of the week. Uh, and her name one more time. Um, Tabia Lee. Brava, yes, Tabia Lee, and it takes courage. It takes courage, folks, to step out and say, "No, this is what I believe." And uh, you know, there's just so much of the party line that's out there. And if uh, you don't, you don't, you don't buy into it, you are canceled. If you don't buy into it, you're. Uh, uh, you know, just uh, how can you? How can you believe this? How can you? How can you go against uh, all of the uh, stipulations that we say that a DEI, uh, DEI director has to have? Yeah. And she had the courage to file a lawsuit against. Yes, them. you will. You will be a fascist, <laughs> yeah. and you will be a totalitarianism, oh. or else you'll be fired. Okay, fine. Okay. Lord bless us. <laughs> there and, we go. And he is, and he is. But there it is, folks. The old school bell telling us that it's about time it is time to say goodbye philip to all of our listeners and uh in way of the same reminder week after week regardless my friends of what's going on in this crazy topsy-turvy world of ours we live in a great country it's a free country let's keep the dialogue going let's keep it that way, free, freedom rings. So we've got a lot to be thankful for. I'm always thankful for you, Philip. You bring such a vibrant perspective to things and thankful thankful for you, dear listener. So till we meet again, this is Deep Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie. 
inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right.